Hey, this is Coach Shay with Alpha Girl Soccer Academy, and welcome to the Alpha Girl Soccer Podcast Show, where we aim to inspire, empower, and positively impact female athletes. This week's episode is aimed for parents and coaches who are invested in making youth sports a positive experience for their child or player. So if you know me at all, you know that my purpose for doing what I do is to help girls be confident, empowered, have fun, and develop a love for the game. So as I reflect upon my year and the conversation I've had with parents and coaches, I feel compelled to start off the year talking about what matters most, which is the kids. They're what drives me every single day to make an impact and do what I love. So there were many games that I watched this year, um, 2018, that didn't serve the kids, but they serve the parents and the coaches' egos. So as adults, I think sometimes we lose sight about what is important to our kids, not us. So why, ask yourself, why do kids play sports in the first place? And then what keeps them loving the sport or quitting the sport? So according to a study done by Notre Dame Center for Ethical Education, kids play sports for the following six reasons. And these are the top six reasons. First reason is to have fun. That is always number one. Number two is to do something I'm good at. Number three is to improve my skills. Number four is to get exercise and stay in shape. Number five is to be a part of a team. And number six is the excitement of competition. So obviously with that list, we know that they do not play sports to win. Sure, everybody likes to win, but they do not play to win. They play to have fun, learn, be with their friends, and because it's it's exciting. So it's important that we don't lose sight of what really matters because without these things, our kids quit sports. And when they quit, they no longer get to learn the life skills that sports has to offer. So then I was thinking, does that mean, and a lot of parents ask me this question, does that mean that if youth sports are supposed to be fun, that they can't also be competitive? And my answer to that is absolutely not. So fun and competition are not mutually exclusive. Youth sports should be both. So in my opinion, that is one of the biggest misconceptions when it comes to parents deciding which one is better for their daughter, to have fun or to be competitive. From the youth to professional level, fun and competition can and should coexist. So for example, when you watch professional and college sports, does it look like they're having fun? And are they battling on the field and competing at the highest level? Absolutely yes to both of those questions. So why can't it be the same for youth sports? So we need to stop separating the two and believing that if a player is going to play at the highest level, that they can't have fun getting there. Or that if your daughter wants to have fun, that she can't go out there and compete with herself, her teammates, and the opposition. In fact, when I look back, when I played, the more competitive I was, whether it was at practice or games, the more I enjoyed playing and the more pure joy I got from playing the sport. And the excitement of competition can never be replaced or replicated. There's nothing quite as fun as playing the sport you love while competing as hard as you possibly can. Okay, so we're going to switch gears a little bit here and get into the negative coaching style and the long-term effects it can have on kids. So obviously, we know that the most important thing is for kids to have fun. But one of the things that stops kids from having fun is negative coaching. So I recently read an article on... um, changingthegame.com and 
in this article, a coach was talking to a parent and the parent came up to the coach and asked the coach to fix what the club coach had done to the child. So the coach asks, you know, what have they done? And the parent then replies, oh, you know, they, they coach in a demeaning style. They, uh, they rule by terror, by fear, by intimidation, but the coach gets results. So then obviously the, um, the coach asks, well, is that a, a, a coaching style that you think is good? And obviously the parent said no, but the coach gets results. So that's just a scary story because even a parent that obviously has their best interests at heart is thinking that winning is more important than their kid having fun and the long-term effects of her daughter and what, what kind of effects that coach is doing to her confidence, her self-esteem, her enjoyment of the game. And I'm not saying that it's an de- easy decision to make, but all that parent had to do was recognize the toxicity and that style of coaching and find a new coach. So not only for the good of her daughter's playing career, but more importantly for the long-term good of her mental and emotional well-being. So there should be absolutely no tolerance for coaches who treat their players this way. And the only way to stop it is for parents to stand up to those coaches and obviously for the coaches to recognize that that isn't the right way to coach. And and when we do that, the future of our kids that may be coached by that person will not happen. So hopefully you never get into to that kind of situation. Um, But one thing that you must do to prevent that from ever happening with your daughter, with your kids, is to evaluate coaches and clubs based on how they positively impact their players, not what kind of results they get. And find a coach that keeps them loving the game, which ultimately is the most important thing. So I would love to hear your feedback and questions on this topic and get a dialogue going. So you can shoot me an email at shay at alphagirlsoccer.com or you can reach out to me on Instagram at alphagirlsoccer and I would love to hear your feedback and discuss how we can positively impact youth sports together. All right, thanks for listening. I'll catch you next week.